When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The question is, would I like to have a beer with Patton Oswald? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> These are plugged into Oh, do you want them? Do you want no, them? That's no. just a nice thing. I was like, wow, Tim sounds really distant. Yeah. It's a fashion accessory at this point. I don't know, man. Something about Patton. It's not an immediate yes. He's very... Um, I think he's a good guy, right? Yeah, you'd assume so. I'd want to think so. But could be uh, a long hang. <laughs> Can you say that? Uh, oh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, you can say whatever you want. You know, you just have to be willing to stand beside it or behind it. You could say we, any, we, you could say anything you want to. Should we unpack it a little bit? Because Penn is a huge star. Yeah. Like, and his career's been amazing. Very uh, prolific. Yeah. And um, if I've watched a whole one of his specials, so I actually don't know that I can form a full opinion. I, I've watched... Oh, as a I've, stand-up. Yeah. That's I, my, I know. quite like him. Like, his, his the KFC failure bowl bit is... That lives rent-free in my brain, man. It's an iconic it's, bit. It's there all the time. I don't think I've seen that bit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's really good. I think he used to do it all the time because the clip that I've seen online of it is it almost sounds like someone in the audience gave it as a request, like at a karaoke joint oh, for wow. him to perform. Would you do that if you had iconic bits? I fucking did. This past, well, kind of. This past weekend, I did a gig. I headlined, thanks for asking. Okay. In, Tim, did you headline? In a, in a town with a population of 4,000 people in it. Whoa. But it had a beautiful theatre, mm. the town of Waimati in the South Island, um, the Regent, shout out, Regent Theatre, gorgeous theatre, 360, wouldn't pack it, but, you know, yeah. a few punters in. And it's a big size theatre for a 4,000 person town. I told this story about when we went to SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical on Mushrooms in New York City, mm-hmm. and then um, a woman would not let me continue with my set until we all sung the SpongeBob theme pants song together oh wow as a group that's and i tried to get past it a couple of times and she would not uh, allow me to so we did well that's sort of i mean that is uh 
insane and different, I think, to what I was describing, which was like having such iconic bits that people would yell. I got a to- genuine karaoke request. <laughs> Lobbed at me for a song in the middle of a comedy <laughs> that's, show. That's a pretty different, sort, you know. That's a very different. different thing. It is a bit different. And you indulged. I did. You had to. Yeah, yeah. Sort of forced into it, but everyone got was, on board. Was she pissed up, the woman? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. but you can never tell because um, the thing with small town New Zealanders, or I think small town anywhere, they love to go to a bit of live something, and they don't always know the rules. Yes, they don't. That's right. And they they're getting involved. They want to be part of the show and God bless them for it. But um, at the end of the day, you know, yeah. we're kind of there to talk at them. You've, got, than a, with you've them. got a set of boundary. And it's, it's, why con- they, it's, it's why they don't have a microphone. It's condescending to go out on stage and say, do you know how this works? <laughs> it doesn't endear you to them. No, you've got to figure out a way to communicate that. Um, sometimes it's by being so funny that they will listen to what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't always pan out. It's crazy, isn't it? I, I've always enjoyed that sometimes so, you say something and it's the funniest thing in the world and yep. then you could say the exact same thing <laughs> later that night or the next day and it's like no good the least funny thing ever no good would you hang out with Pat Oswald? do you have a beer with that man yeah I wouldn't pursue it but if it came up I'd go along for sure you wouldn't pursue what if it was what if there was a chance that it could happen I think I'm allowed to say that can I tell a little anecdote I won't yeah. say who asked I was on holiday in the South Island and got a phone call from a friend of ours who said, Eric Andre's in New Zealand performing and wants to track down some mushrooms. Do you know where he can get some? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And I was, I was like talking to Zoe, but I was this close to trying to figure out how to get back to Auckland so I could do you mushrooms could, with you Eric could, yeah, Andre. Yeah, you could be the mushroom man. That'd be so sick. That would be good. This is why I take I hate taking holidays. Something cool always <laughs> comes up when I'm out of town. Yeah, you can't relax. You yeah. can never let your guard down because there's always someone out to get you or an opportunity that is trying to miss you. The universe is always cooking, man. You, you just you got to be in the lounge to get the meal. You got to be dining in the, room. <laughs> I was, no, you got to be in the lounge on your phone at all times. You yeah. can't sleep anymore. Yeah, you just can't sleep. No, you'll miss something. In Auckland, though. You know, you couldn't sleep a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can go to bed. You can sleep from like 8 p.m. till, you know, 7 a.m. Oh, that's damning on us. <laughs> 8 p.m.? Nothing's happening after 8? Monday to Friday, Monday to Thursday, you can sleep. Sunday to Wednesday, let's say, you can go to bed at 8 p.m. Yeah, that's true. This time of year, definitely. Mm. Things happen on a Thursday here. Yeah, I mean, something's just happened on a Wednesday here. We've watched... Furious Six yeah. for the fifth time. Yeah, That's what's did. happened here. I thought this was our last go around too. I was kind of gutted. Yeah. I mean, we described the system in the last episode episode mm. uh, as faultless. And you, <laughs> yeah, but this because I did it. The this only motion for error. We actually, you did it apparently, but you didn't invite me to your I, yeah. calendar event. That's right. And that's how it all falls down. That's right. It's fallen over twice. <laughs> <laughs> But we, you know, we pulled it off. We were both here, and it was a, yeah. it was a proper screening. We sat down. We got it on the big screen. A we, tally. We tuned in. A sound bar. Yeah. A subwoofer was involved. Yeah. I was mirroring my phone. Yeah. So I couldn't go on that. Yeah, that's good. And uh, it was a, it was a movie? not painful. We talked 
about the movie. We talked about our lives. We we shared a movie-going experience. I said while we were watching that this felt like an early 20s to me, mm. number of watches. Yeah. Like, it feels like we have now been seeing F6 way I more think because than the times we there have. was that uh, two-week hi- hiatus, the amount, the mental amount of time the brain stretches back to, yeah. to, um, to remember when we started watching it makes it feel... You know, like it was overly ago. familiar, and but we are familiar with it. You know, and I it, guess it's the cumulative effect of being in the universe for as long as we have. Yeah, if not the specific well, I was movie. actually playing a little game with myself while I was watching that. I was trying to, um, from the end of F six to the end of F nine, I was trying to run through the, pl- the the vital plot points in the storytelling. Oh wow! Do you want to have a crack for me? Could you describe for me what happens in F seven? No. Do you know who the bad guy is? Statham. Yeah. What else? We open on a hospital scene. Yeah. Shaw is in hospital and Statham is giving a monologue about how he keeps fucking up despite Statham trying to get him out of trouble all the time. Mm. Who knows what happens next? He puts bombs all through the place. In the hospital? Yeah, he blows up the hospital. Oh yeah, Joker style. Yeah. It's quite it's actually quite a cool opening sequence. He's in London. It is. You've got uh, a CGI Paul Walker. Wait a minute. Does he blow up the hospital? Because yeah. his brother's in the hospital. He does. Not that wing, but like oh. on the way out. He blows up some other stuff. Yeah, he... Oh, no. He throws grenades at people. Yeah. He doesn't blow up. Yeah, okay. In my head, I was like... Oh, Because he, yeah. he blows up some stuff, like whole buildings. Yeah, yeah. With the other Shaw brother does in this. That's what I was picturing. He doesn't do that. He throws some grenades around. So, Stace the bad guy. Stace the they bad guy. They collaborate with The Rock. It's the introduction of Ramsey. They go to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Okay. Fast yeah. eight. Hit me. Oof. Um, our big bad is Charlize Theron. We're in Cuba. Mm-hmm. You look at me like that's wrong. No, that's right. Yeah, sweet ass. The fate of the furious, man. Yeah. I'm there. So we've got a beautiful um, post-coital opening on yeah, Dom yeah, and Letty. Yeah. You got it. In bed. And then Dom goes for a walk to get his baguette. That's single right. baguette that's and a red right. rose yeah. in a bag. Which is but his regular coffee shop is We're closed. on hooks every time that it's going to rip and he's going to drop it all. But he doesn't. She inter- intervenes. We've got a remote control jet. She intervenes on. and they interact with um, familiarity, which betrays the fact that they have not come across each other so far. She oh, should know him a she lot. Does she does know him. She's been spying yeah. on him. And she actually, Cypher... Cypher? Does the, the name Cypher get featured in F7? Well... S- S- no, I think it the, the the carryover bit is is Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacunda. Who's not in this one. He's in seven and eight. This is a seven and referenced in eight by Ramsey. Yeah. And eight in yeah. Fate of the Furious. Is we, Scott Eastwood in that one? Little Nobody? In what one? He is. In what one? Fast eight. Yeah, I think that's the one where um, Hobbs throws him against the thing because yeah, he threatens yeah. his family. Yeah. Or he says, you got a daughter. Yeah, if you're Dom, not gonna Dom do discovers it, he's got a daughter. No, Dom no, 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 but, Ho- no, Hobbs. Yeah, but Dom also discovers he's got a son. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And I have a theory about that. Yeah, hit me. Uh, well, we've tried to figure out the sexual timeline as to how Elena yeah. could be pregnant, could be in... This movie, like their relationship ends at the start of this movie, basically. F6. Yeah. She's then... We get side boob. I don't know if we've talked about that. We have. I've talked about it. My bad. Yeah. I've talked about how... I wonder if it... 
I wonder if it means, you know. We're going to get more as we go backwards. Yeah, a nipple. Cool. That's what I've opined. <laughs> Something to look out for. But so she, she, the, the relationship ends in F6. We get through all of F7. She is helping The Rock in F7. She's work, they're working together, which uh-huh. we sort of see at the end of F6. And mm-hmm. F8 is the introduction of Dom's baby. Yeah. Little the timeline, the pregnancy timeline doesn't make sense. So it, it, objectively, it would mean that at the end of F6, Elena is pregnant. Yes. Uh, and has been for the whole movie. We might have seen the time they fucked that conceived yeah. little B at the start of this movie. F6. She holds the baby in for all of F7. Holds it in. Yeah. She gives birth, I guess, in F8. Uh, and, t- and tells Dom the baby's his. I think because he's so consumed by this idea of family, more so than anyone else in the movies or arguably in, the, in cinematic history. Yeah. Godfather. I think if you track back to the start of F7... The Rock and her get along pretty well in the workplace. Go on. Uh, we see her at the hospital visiting him. She's familiar with his daughter. Yes. It's not explicitly stated, but there's reason to believe that their relationship is more than that of colleagues, perhaps even more than colleagues who you know, are quite fond of each other. Go on. I am suggesting The Rock and Elena have sex unprotected. She falls pregnant with The Rock, Hobbs's baby. Yeah. And then for reasons that are still a little unclear to me, tells Dom the baby's his. Yeah. And or, so or Brian, she, she and, may not know for sure. And Bri- Well, she must because of the timelines. Oh, I guess. Brian, well, but unless Hobbs, and, like she slept with Hobbs and uh, Dom, like pretty similar times. Although she didn't. No. <laughs> Is it, I mean, so we'd be banking on the fact that Dom does isn't very good at calendar math either, which, or Hobbs. Yeah, <laughs> which I'd buy. Yeah, yeah. Hobbs isn't. Hobbs could be in on the lie, but why That's would true. why would he want? Why would he lie about that? I don't. It, it, it seems against his character that he would sort of deny. Yeah. You know. Do you think he's an honest man? Hobbs. Yeah. 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 yeah Painfully so. Yeah. Like to a point where you're like. Shut up about it. Yeah. Dude. No one gives a well, shit. I mean, yeah. So there are some holes, but my theory is that... Uh, yeah, no, Brian, I love it. Little Brian, B. Little B is The Rock's baby. Yeah. And uh, maybe we're going to have some questions arise about um, what defines a relationship between a father and son and whether or not, uh, you know, someone that you believe to be your biological child that you're raising as your own. Yeah. If you discover, uh, you know, later in life that they are... Your sort of your frenemies kid. Yeah, yeah, right. Whether or not that impacts how you feel about raising still your kid. Yeah, of course. Just biologically speaking, and I, I, I think Dom would wrestle with that. I think it's a very different Fast and Furious Mm -hmm. movie where we're exploring these topics, but it's an interesting one. It's a departure from the regular racing around cars uh, surrounded by butt woman. We've said it before, and we've said it again. Now a butt woman has sort of given birth to the central. Tension of the film. All of the butt women who are at these big car and dancing parties in the Fast and the Furious franchise dream of um, getting their hooks into one of the Toretto family and yeah. becoming a featured actor. Yeah. Extra to actor to star. Deftly handled. Because I know your brain was saying get impregnated by Dom Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> but you found a way to clean it up on the fly and I, I respect it. <laughs> no, we, don't I, know, we don't know the deal with these butt women, but I, I would love to get a little insight into what's going on in their world. 
I would like to interview all of the actors who play the dancing woman at the big car and dance parties. Yeah. And say, what is your character's motivation? Oh, they don't care. What was their day? They'll be, I reckon they'll be professional dancers in real life, these performers. Mm. And like, probably, a, a, I imagine a tidy paycheck. Though, because of the strike at the moment, I've been uh, seeing on Twitter, there's been some stuff pop up about like SAG agreements for dancers and stuff. And then it seems getting, pretty ratchet. Really? Yeah. Man, everyone gets paid fucking nothing. It's bad. Really? It seems like it. Yeah. You know... Um, the stars get paid and what everyone else gets shit. You know, uh, I've forgotten his surname, but Adam ruins everything. Adam Conover. Yeah. He, how he's, he's, he's been very loudly, um, you know, chronicling what's going on. Mm. And he, he, he revealed that at his show, like he got a $20,000 residual check for the year for Adam ruins everything. Mm. And I don't know if that was just writing, but if it wasn't, like, that's his show. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of money, but there's not a lot of money considering these gigs are so few and far between. Yeah. If that's what if the you, star's that, getting, what are the... That's supposed to be like jackpot, I've got a show. You get a fucking annual residual for 20000 and it's his show. Everyone else must be getting nothing. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, man. I mean... The, <laughs> it feels I, like they've got a pretty good reason to be on strike right now. What was the goal to get 100 episodes? Means that you're... Get syndicated, syndicated across the different networks. Yeah, and then that, that I think, triggers like good big residual checks yeah. every year. I mean, residuals don't exist in New Zealand, so... No, we barely... Yeah, our union was um, <laughs> clubbed to death by Peter Jackson. Yeah. Big everyone loves that guy, but you need, you need to read into it, everyone. <laughs> right? Do the reading. You think PJ would ever? Do you think he's ever listened to an episode of the podcast? It's it's insane that he is a union busting billionaire. And we're all like, our oh boy, we love him. <laughs> we fucking love keep him. The, keep the fucking statues up. They keep the models up at yeah. the airport. Yeah. Our get identity rid, is tethered. Get rid of that eagle at Wellington. We don't need it. But it, you know what? You say that, but you will feel its absence. <laughs> that's true. Can we put something else looming in there. That's sort of oh goodness. What is it? Who cares? Who's it from? Jo- uh, Joel Vinson. Oh, comedian. Yep. <laughs> Maybe a gig? Um, you getting a fast gig? Fast Six, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you rank it in the movies we've seen so far? Is it the best one? I can hear the clock ticking. <laughs> well, it's a, hard, it's a hard time to ask the question. We, we should really be reflecting on these after the first screenings of all the movies. It's uh. better than the last two. Isn't this more fair to ask it now? You're going to get that juiced yeah. up first watch glow on the first go around. It's uh, it's top two of what I've seen so far. You look tired. Wow, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> you're making me think about it. You've got a deflated balloon feel about you all of a sudden. I'm, no, and, I, and I'm sorry I did that. By talking about F6. No, the no, movie it's, we're here it's to watch fair. And review. I'm like, I'm treading through so much territory that we covered at the start of this episode, but I'm trying to remember what I'm weighing it up against. It's not F9. It's, uh, it's not F8. Is it F7? Stath's pretty good in F7. Yeah. The opening sequence so is, is pretty Russell. good. Yeah. I think it's F7, then F6, then F8. Then F9. For me... I'm with you. And I'm not ranking Hobbs and Shaw. But if I was, it would either be one or two. Huh. It's that just because we only had to watch it once? Almost definitely. <laughs> but that's all I can reflect on with yeah, it. Yeah, true. You've only got your experience. You're speaking from and of your experience. 
Yeah, I'm speaking from an of my experience. Yeah. You're speaking from an of your experience. I'm speaking for and an of Guy do, Montgomery's experience. Do you think, experience. do we share the experience of what we're doing? Yeah, we And do. then inside of the shared experience, we each have our own individual experience. No, there is only a shared Tim and Guy experience. Or Guy and Tim, depending on which one of us you are. No, even for me, it's Tim and Guy. That's Why is that? <laughs> Do you know for ages I could tell like who had written what because we would always put the other one's name first when mm. we were like writing pitch documents and stuff. Mm. I thought it was a nice detail. That is nice. But it is Tim and Guy. It feels like phonetically it works a little better, but... All right. <laughs> well, Guy and Tim, it's like there's a hill you have to climb over. Tim and Guy is like you're going my... downhill the whole time. Why? Why, why is Guy a hill? Guy and Tim. It's, it's like I and mm. Tim and Guy. Tim and Guy, Guy and Tim. Do you know what I mean? Tim and Guy, Guy and Tim. That Y is getting a bit of bit of a short shrift in my name, eh? If you guy. go Guy and Tim, it's like yeah, that's the problem. I think Tim and it's Guy getting caught up in the A of and yeah, Guy. It's kind of good. Tim. It's kind of good to be second, actually. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's yeah, the yeah. last thing you know. It's, you remember it. Absolutely. You think There's Guy and who was it? Tim. And in, in, in psychology, you have uh, you know what is it? Uh, list bias or something. You remember the last item most and then the first item second best. What about the the middle items? <laughs> Fucking it's all a it's, it's all a, a it's a guess. It's a guess. Throwing dice at that point. My shining light, thanks for asking. It's when the tank driven by Shaw is crunching Roman's car. Mm-hmm. And they've t- I actually think it might be the same footage, but they do a close up of like the tracks, you know, tank yeah. wheels grinding through the yeah, frame of this yeah. car and it's very satisfying that, sparks are coming the off. tank action sequence still has some uh pizzazz and still has some sort of excitement value the big never-ending runway in the airplane yeah. which i think is the seed from which they the furious franchise sowed uh such a strong relationship with planes and eventually rocket ships i think we sw- we see the genesis of it at the end of this movie but that action sequence is just it's 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 um, deathly boring to me. Mm. I really have a hard time. And what it's about not, when Giselle <clears throat> dies? That's sad. Uh, it's really sad. And she does a great kick. She does like a sweeping kick across the top of the car. Gal like, Gadot yeah. to heaven. Well, Gal... Yeah, the tense is wrong, yeah. isn't it? Gal Gadot... Gal Gadot went to heaven. Gal's gone go to the um, DC cinematic universe. Yeah. She was in The Flash. Yeah, she's also in Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Is she in Flash? Is she? She must what, be. What, the Ezra Miller one? Yeah. Have you the, seen it? Yeah. How was it? It's super weird. It's like... Okay, I want to watch it. Very occasionally, it's doing what it wants to really well. Yeah. And then most of the time, it's sort of missing in a way that is actually almost enjoyably bad. Yeah. And I then the special effects it's are... It's CGI sequences are, are the worst... Um, like, I heard the director say that like we meant it to be like that. Yeah, you got the feeling like it's so bad that it has to have been a choice because if it was that bad by accident or failure, the studio wouldn't have let it get released. Yeah. Like it had to have been a we want it to look like this. Like you know how the the there's a scratchier quality to the Spider Verse films, like instead of the clean sort of Pixar style animation. I think they oh, were yeah. pursuing that in terms of like superhero CGI. Okay. And also I think because the flash is moving so quickly to generate these memories and images, it's meant to reflect like the choppy way. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing. Yep, yep, yep. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, but it doesn't work. No. Hearing. It's like... It, the, it's an odd movie experience. Also, I went the day after, I got into New York at like eight o'clock on a on a Saturday night, and I saw The Flash at three o'clock the next afternoon. Oh, quite woof. stoned yeah. and oh, fell Jesus. asleep for half an hour through one of the, <laughs> the sequences near the end. Which, but honestly, like the it's the sort of movie where that doesn't make a difference at it's all. It's fine. Yeah, it's like and it's too long anyway. And honestly, it was one of the best naps I can remember having. <laughs> I was so tired. Oh boy, um, what's your shining light for F six this watch? Well, it was um. They're in London. It's uh, it's Dom, it's Brian, it's a pawn shop, which is also a I slight criminal front. This. I really didn't think you'd remember. And they uh, tringlingling, they open the door, and there's a bell. You know, not like a digital bell, but a physical. It's very British. This a physical bell that the door clips when you open it, and the shot of the bell ringing is it's very unusual for the film because it's it's got a very straightforward sort of sleek action movie style but this is a bird's eye view on a non-action sequence legitimately a bird's eye view in focus of the bell being rung by the door opening on a dutch angle too we see the figures of dom and brian walk through it's like a hitchcock Shot it's like it in would, F6. In, in another movie, it would suggest uh, that the bell might have play some sort of significant... Like that the bell might be more than just... If it was any other franchise, we could view it as a metaphor. Mm. You know, the toll of the bell. But I think the director maybe had like fallen asleep after that day's shoot watching a YouTube video on filmmaking. It was like, you know what? We're going to make... We're going to do filmmaking in this movie I as well. know exactly what would have happened. Another unit would have got that. That would be some like... Oh, first AD yeah, was in yeah. charge of getting some pickups and shit. And they put that and they in. would have been like, actually, I've got this nice. We could sex this up a little bit. Why don't we pop it over here? I like my idea of a very tired director. I like that too. Also. But yours is um, definitely rooted in reality. But it's also cool because it's like there's this other person who's managed to get there 
yeah. sort of genius creativity snuck into the film. Do you think at the next meeting, at the next, like, you know, <laughs> when they're pitching to direct, do you pitch to direct these movies or do they Is approach this you? Justin Lim? This one? I don't know. Me neither. Um, sorry. Does it approach, is it, do you get to pitch to direct or do they approach you? Franchise like this, they approach you. I would say the studio puts you on a list maybe and mm. then you come in and give them your vision for what you want to do with it. I think mm. I'm basing this just on stuff that like maybe Taika has said in interviews. Oh yeah. For, for Marvel. You think Taika pitched to direct a Marvel movie? I think he did. Yeah. Mm. I think he did like with Thor. I guess so. Because it wouldn't, oh, it might have occurred to them. They were really on the front line. They were like on the cutting edge for a second and they just sort of have lost it. Like Marvel. that was cool that they got him to do that. Yeah. It was Ragnarok smart. was good. And it worked. Yeah. Didn't actually see Love and Thunder. Haven't seen it yet. No, neither. Heard mixed things. Yeah, I did too. It's hard making movies. What can you tell me about Gecko and the Mini Train? Gecko's real vehicles, real trains for kids, learning for kids, toddler fun learning. Um, it was uploaded two point it was three years ago. It's got two point four million views. It's a thirty five minute video. What guy's referring to is on my smart TV. It's uh, turned on my algo on uh, YouTube now on big screen because every now and then <coughs> if I've got to make dinner or something, I'll biff on mm. a kid's video for Remy to distract him. Mm. I don't actually... Oh, have we watched that one? I think, yeah. I think that one has been on. We've got a cartoon gecko and a lot of real footage of a train. I think it's quite profitable making um, YouTube videos 30 for kids. F- 35 minutes is a long-ass video. Yeah. That Which is just a, a, an animated gecko telling kids about trains. Yeah. Kids love trains. Dude, you though. don't even have to fucking animate. There, so there's there's a um, a kit... Now, shush. <laughs> That's not going to work, but <laughs> I'm telling my phone to be quiet. Um, there is a, 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 a children's creator on YouTube who is massive. He's like one of the biggest kids YouTubers on earth. And about 10 years ago, there was a video that he posted online of him pissing into his own mouth. And it only recently sort of resurfaced that this is the same guy. Wow. Yeah. And did it... Uh, did We've watched it, one of his train videos. Oh, no. He did a big one on like farm equipment. Did I it think. impact it? Tractors. This diggers, footage resurfacing of him giving himself a bubbler? I think he had to address it. Yeah. Is that what it's called? A bubbler? Bubbler. Or did you just make that up? The bubbler. Well, it's a, a, there's a rugby league player who got caught doing it and it sort of stuck to them. It's <laughs> good. Like it's... Um, you know, it's just ideally... It's not something you want to um, accidentally, you know, like if you want to do it in private in your own time, fill your boots, but it's not something you want leaked, Some which people, is an ironic choice of word. It is. By mistake. The thing about this guy. Pun-tended. He uploaded it himself. The rugby league player um, got caught, got a video of him got uploaded by a third party doing it. So many questions, isn't there? Did he know he was being filmed at all? I don't may know. not have known it was going to get released. It's just but. like a, it's just a, it's a league, it's a sports culture thing, I guess. Australian sports culture. Well, that and kids YouTubers, isn't it? A lot of crossover yeah. there and bad behaviour. Yeah. You think athletes have a responsibility to be role models? Ugh. Somewhat. You think to, poli- to do you think politicians extent? do? Yeah, definitely. I think that's part of the gig. Comedians? Nah, man. We're truth tellers. <laughs> okay. Actors, you're listening to Rogan again. Uh, actors? Nah. Nah. We've decided as a society that they are, but I think, nah. It feels yeah, unfair I mean, actors, to athletes for me to 
say that they're they have to be responsible back. I'm I I think I lean probably too far on the the side of like just fucking let them live. do your job and yeah, then, yeah. and then let's stop paying attention like, to the it, other bits of what you do. It's like there's a there's a certain it's how good you are at the thing, right? There's a cert, I guess it's fame, but there's a certain level like if you think about it through the terms of an athlete, it's yeah. like I'm sorry, dude. You're like you are so good at playing tennis, yeah. That you kind, we kind of have to care about how you conduct your life now. It's like, I know all you've done is practice tennis. It's all you want to do, but you got so good. There is a flip though, where you get so good that so much people have so much of their money riding on you that, that they protect. It will yeah, yeah, protect the thing. And the danger zone, the danger zones in between. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get that second phase thruster going you real got, quick. Yeah. Like you have, you have a bit. breakthrough where yeah. you're brilliant. Yeah, and you have to hit the. You know, a lot of people the instinct is to pull back. Beyonce might have killed people. We'll never know. There's too much riding on it now. You know, is there any? Is there any? scandal that could be released pertaining to Beyonce that would damage her? I honestly don't think so because she's so beloved and has been by so many people for so long that the fans would just reject it no matter what evidence came out. That's, I guess they would just say, that's not real. That's what happened to MJ, I guess. To an ex- Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Trump. I think for Trump supporters, that's a, a bit what it's like. Well, Trump, it- Trump's the one who's like, who's throwing question marks about all this because he is to a certain amount of people just a mute like doesn't you could say anything about him it doesn't make a difference the rock's not there no one in this movie's there no do you think the rock could get there i don't think he could really you think a scandal will always impact the rock yeah i think so you have to be it's a very rarefied position but to be in amongst the Beyonce's and the Michael Jacks, Taylor Swift is she up there? See, Swift is an interesting one because she's wildly popular, but I don't think like people turn on her. Her own sort of base seems to periodically be like, oh, but she that. always gets them back. Yeah, but she has to like do shit to do it. People, I think she's. I don't know. I don't know, man. The top, Swifty feels different. Somehow. LeBron James. Don't know. I, th- I, think I think I don't know enough about the sports I think a scandal could world. break that would um, damage LeBron James. You think it could? I How bad could. would it have to be? Pretty bad. He's he's sort of unfortunate in the in the sense that he has um, been cast and embraced and cast himself as such a pillar of society yeah. and role model that like a small you know like a smaller thing could still damage him because Jordan, the public perception is he's so upstanding. Do you reckon Michael Jordan? Was that for a bit too? Well, there are like um, he put himself. Michael in, Jordan never made himself that much of a role model because the relationship oh, okay. to, between fan and athlete was different in his time. True, uh, and he, you know, he caught a bit of flack for um, gambling. Well, for gambling, he also famously said Republicans buy sneakers too. Like when he wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't um, align himself with any political movement or like not wrong he stayed he stayed right right through the middle so it was a the bit of a different thing the goal is selling but sneakers he was there was a conspiracy theory that when he retired to play baseball for a year he was um it was gambling yeah he was he was kicked out of the league for running up crazy gambling debts yeah and potentially throwing games oh gambling on himself throwing games in america if the longest yard is to be believed is um that'll you know, people hate you for that. Is that what that movie's about? That's why Adam Sandler's in prison. Or originally, what was it? Burt Reynolds was in prison? Never seen either one. Don't know what really? it's about. Nah. Should watch it, eh? Have you watched Big Daddy recently? Nah. 
And that'll probably just about do it for our discussion of <laughs> Furious 6 <laughs> no, today, no. I think. Well, what's the clock at? I can't read it from here. My eyes aren't good enough. It's, uh, what does it say on it's it? It's 32. Oh, yeah, we've got time. I wrote down something else. Yeah. I'll check in on it. There's actually been not a ton of F6 chat in this, this watch and For what was a serious watch? It was a pretty serious watch. Oh. It, this, again, it's more tangential, but the... Um, this. <coughs> Well, first of all, I lost money to to you. Speaking of gambling during this screening, yeah. I bet you twenty dollars that I was taller than the Rock. Yes, the Rock sadly is one meter ninety six. I'm one meter eighty nine, so um, I owe you twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. The same time, though, I was wondering about the British man, the stuffy British man at the car um, sale, who sort of he's racist. He poo poo's um, the Rock and Ludacris's credentials for being at the auction. Yep. And they they get their own on him. And I, I wanted to know from you, realistically, Yeah. I don't know the actor's name. First yeah. of all, name the actor and then tell me another movie you think genuinely. Anthony Pupal. Anthony Pupal. Mm-hmm. And I want to know a movie, like a, a movie. He was in gen- The Nanny. The Nanny. He was recurring, the TV show. recurring but never got named. He's in six episodes, but it's spread across three seasons, his appearances. You think he was in The He's Nanny? He's Fran's hairdresser. That is, um, no, no, no. Prove me wrong. I will. Okay. What What about a movie? Give me a movie. Uh, he's in Jumanji, the remake. Okay. Yeah. He welcomes them to the game shop where they buy the board game. Haven't seen it. That, but that feels, that's more like... He's the door greeter. F6. It's like a big toy store, a big flashy toy store. But then the board game is actually in the secret room in the back. It's not supposed to be on the shelves. That's cool. But they find out and accidentally get the ability to walk it out of the store. I'm going to get the guy's name and I'm going to get a movie. I think his name is Thomas Withington. Nice. And I think he has appeared in... What's the genre I'm going for? I'm trying to think of a British movie. I think... Was it... What was the Benedict Cumberpatch one about? Cumberbatch. Uh, imitation Game? Oh. Was that the one about... Um, fuck. What's his name? Hold on. Turing. Alan Turing? Yeah. I think... I think his He's in that. Yeah. Tom Withington and he's in The Imitation Great. Game. Okay. Let's find out. The Nanny or The, or the Imitation Game? i got to go down to the... I, mean, do they give I wonder if you'd pass the Turing test. Jason Thorpe. What is the Turing test? Uh, if a, an AI, I, I don't know this for certain, but it's something like if an AI can reliably fool a, you know, sort of person of normal adult intellect into thinking they're talking to an adult, a, a fellow human. His name? Yeah. Is Jason Thorpe. It's a great name. He's an award-winning actor who trained at Middlesex University, which included a student exchange at the GITIS Academy Moscow. Congrats on that. A Russian. He's a Ruski. He's a spy. After leaving college, a Jason, red. together with several students, set up the theatre company Backstairs Influence. Commies. All of them. Let's have a look at the filmography. Influence is in the name. Uh, he was in an episode of Ghosts, which is a British comedy show. <coughs> Doctors... The Banishing, Flack, The Witcher, Curfew. He was in Holmes and Watson, the uh, oh, yeah. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell one. That would have been a good guess. Oh, imagine if he was in the Benedict Cumberbatch one. He's not. I've gone but past imagine. it. Imagine that, yeah. You would have been pretty close with your guess then. I would you? have been, yeah, it would have been, I would have been correct. 
a rare win for Monty. A rare, yeah. <laughs> Are you taking me? He's sort of, he's getting by, this guy. Yeah. Wait, wait, could you go back up, sorry? What were the other ones? You see something real? Oh, The Witcher. The Witcher's huge. It's one of the highest. He was watched, in an episode in 2019 streamed. as Lord Ostrit. Good for him. He played a butler in Holmes and Watson. That seems right in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a guy. Everyone seems like a butler in the Sherlock Holmes world, don't they? Yeah. He's just a guy who's doing his best. Thorpe. Jason With Thorpe. With an E? Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? He owns his own home. To us? Do you think he owns his own home? I reckon he does. Yeah, he does. Would have got that Witcher money. Would have bought a little apartment in London. One episode of The Witcher? One ep? Is that all? Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe not. Lord Ostrich? Eh, sounds like there's lines. <laughs> sounds like there yeah, might be yeah, a few, yeah. you know? He got in, in this one, he was snobby, snobby auctioneer, man. How much do you reckon he got for this, Fifth Six? I reckon it's five figures, not six. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's it's not high fives either. I think it's like 15,000 pounds. You reckon? One day. <coughs> Two days? You reckon Two the, days. the auction There's and an in the car. There's an exterior and an interior. Yeah. Two days shooting. I don't think you're far off, but I think you're a bit light. Yeah? When did this come out? 2016. Yeah, I reckon you're light on that. This is a big franchise. Yeah, but like... 40? 40 no, US? No, 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 Why not? How many people in this movie have lines? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's the hench... The team, the, the the hench- team is like, what, seven-ish? Yeah. Depending the, on how you count it. The We've hen- got baddies. There's about six baddies. Yeah. 13. Uh, there's a few like military hangers on yeah that's true then you've got like the, that five. the head of the CCTV footage that other British guy early 20s 20 something uh, now some of these people are getting paid millions not many but a few The Rock Vin, um, Vin Paul Paul Michelle Paul I would hope so but maybe not but I'd hope so Michelle, Vin, Paul, and The Rock. Honestly, Stace probably got quite a lot for the after-credit sequence. Yeah. You kind of in your head relegate it to a different pay bracket, but it's the movie and it's Stace. What does Stace get for a movie? Fucking good question, because he's in some dog shit. That looks like mm. it didn't cost a lot to make. He's in The Meg too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of subconsciously. That Coming I out soon. Trailer for. Mm. Half a mil? For this? Stace? No, to get him in a movie. Oh, yeah, I reckon. Sounds about right. Maybe a little less. It's kind of, yeah, I don't know. The economics of movies, man. It's fucking crazy stuff, isn't it? Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Well, in New Zealand, what do you mean? To, uh, I guess inflation's impacted it. You used to be able to make a movie for a million dollars is yeah. what you got for your first feature. But you, not anymore. Nah. Because it wouldn't go far. Wouldn't go far. Wouldn't go far enough. Not with these fucking unions. Jesus. Are you done talking about this movie? There's something about watching it in the middle of the day that I'm like, let's fucking get this over with. We're done here. Well, it's a nice, a real nice day in, in in a deep Auckland winter. It's been fucked for so long, everyone. One libertarian listener. It's been raining nonstop yeah. for nine months in the city. Mm. We've struck one and a half good days of weather. 
And frankly, I'm in a great mood, but me being inside watching F6, you were in F6, a great mood. It's dragging you are in me a great down. Mood. You were quipping because the sun's out, saying all sorts of funny things. But now I'm just stuck inside. We do what we talking do about best. F6. You even had a joke that you you thought you uh, there's a bit where they're having the car chase in Spain, and this is what what happens now. We do what we do best: improvise. Yeah. And Tim was throwing out scene set up improv lines and that was just for us that wasn't even to share on the podcast he was saying what do you mean you're not a doctor or I don't know words to that yeah, effect it was like that yeah, yeah definitely but with a British accent yeah but that time has passed and I also think the time for us to talk about F6 has also passed so this <laughs> I'm going to apply some in just like that ranking to this man I wonder if those episodes have come out yet we've recorded a couple if they haven't so look yeah. Look out for that on your feed. We're catching and up. And subscribe to our Substack to get them first and the video version and ad free. Mm. Twiwet.substack.com. Um, this watch I'm rating at five out of ten states in a room jerking off together. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll give it five out of ten. This feels like a five, five out, out of ten, ten movie. What? <laughs> five out of ten. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, choc tops. <laughs> Good on you. Ten being too many. Believe <laughs> Zero in yourself. Being not well, Come on. Why is it stars? Why wouldn't it be? Do you like? What do you like? Out of four, out of five, out of ten, or out, out of a hundred? Out of five. Okay. <coughs> do them in order. Out of five's best. Then. Uh, out of five, five out of five. Out of <laughs> ten, seven. Out of four, two. And a hundred? Out of a hundred, thirty. Which is higher than two. No, it's not. It's the lowest. Well done. Okay. Tim's right. You're wrong. See you later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.